We talk about one day at a time in recovery, and sometimes that can sound, if we're being honest, a little cliche. How do I live one day at a time? When I'm facing these mountains in front of me and I have so much that I've got to get done in the coming weeks and months and years that can feel so overwhelming. So when we hear this one day at a time language, is that practical? And what does that look like for me? And how can I begin just for today to practice new behaviors, new ways of thinking, new actions physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually that will help me to live through this day. Today, we're going to talk about what it means to live one day at a time. Well, welcome to Hope in Recovery. This is a Fellowship Celebrate Recovery podcast, a podcast that that shares life change. It shares hope, recovery topics, and especially relational, mental, spiritual, emotional tools to help us live this life in a healthy way, the, to experience that fullness of life based on the Beatitudes where Matthew chapter 5 and the Celebrate Recovery Principles where Jesus helps us to face our hurts, hangups, and habits and relational struggles so that we can live this life in a broken world, to struggle well, to live as Christ intended us. Hey, I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, and I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney. I'm the pastor and ministry leader at Fellowship Bible Church Celebrate Recovery here in Rogers, Arkansas, and it's so good to be here with you today. If we're being honest, there's a lot of things in recovery <laughs> that can sound a little bit cliche. It works if you work, and it won't if you don't. So you're worth it, right? Or one day at a time is another one of those. uh, Just live and breathe one moment, one day at a time. But if you've ever been in that circumstance, and maybe you're listening to this because somebody shared this and you're thinking, I don't know what this recovery thing is you're talking about. I just know I'm struggling and I'm hurting. And maybe you've been in recovery and you're hurting. You're facing some mountains and some of those old sayings that can kind of sound a little bit uh, cliche, maybe something that's resonating in in your head, in your heart. Maybe you're hearing it from people in your meetings. Uh, Maybe you're not in meetings and you're just hearing this for the first time and you're thinking, "What, what do you mean one day at a time? That does sound cliche. But it is so critical if you've been in recovery for any length. I know me personally, uh, even some of the challenges I'm facing right now, uh, with my grandson uh, being sick and and just some some hard things happening, um, having to remind myself of some of those old uh, cliche statements. But they're not cliche; they are literally life and death uh, things uh, to hold on to, and so. How, how do we walk one day at a time? How do we walk into this space uh, to to liter- literally walk in this space of um, continuing to be reminded of who who our God is? In principle one, we realize that that our life is unmanageable, and then that the truth that every single day we're reminded yet again, and sometimes in minor ways, sometimes in major significant ways that our life is unmanageable, that we live in a broken world and we need a savior again today. It's so easy to kind of rest on yesterday's promises and and we get stuck in that space of, well, 
I'm past that. No, every day is a reminder to realize, as principle one says, that I'm not God. I admit that I am powerless to control my tendency to do the wrong thing and that my life is unmanageable. And in the beatitude, I love Jesus's word picture, uh, just that blessed are the spiritually poor. And that word happy or blessed literally comes from a Greek word that that means happiness in spite of our circumstances, not because of our circumstances, but in spite of our circumstances, no matter what, because we are recognizing that we need Jesus today, uh, we can do as, as uh, step one says, we admitted we were powerless over our addictions and compulsive behaviors that our lives had become unmanageable. And what's interesting is we can we can correlate that to just uh, addictions and compulsive behaviors, but it's really understanding that in the circumstances that we may be facing, I don't know what you're facing right now, but I know that um, God knows, God knows, and He's with you right now. And this one day at a time helps us to just kind of reset and say, okay. There's a lot that's happened in the past, and God, you've pulled me through a lot of things, and so I need to hold on to that. Talk about that more in a second. But I know that you're with me in the moment. Um, Because you've been with me in the past, I know that you'll be with me moving forward. Um, I need you again today, Lord. I can't do this. This is unmanageable. I need your help, and I invite you into this moment, to this day Give me your power, give me your strength, give me your encouragement, uh, endurance to to move forward. I, I ran across an old um, reading. I'm not going to read all of it, but but the heading of it is just for today. And a couple of things, one of that, that reading I want to just uh, kind of bring out uh, through that lens of one day at a time. Uh, I love this. It says, just for today... And maybe you make this your statement, even as you're listening. Um, If you're lying down, if you're taking a walk, if you're on the treadmill, if you're riding your bike, uh, you're driving down the road, make this your proclamation just for today. Don't, Don't think about tomorrow. Don't dwell on yesterday. But just for today, I'm going to try to live through this day only. (laughs) Just, I mean, you can just feel the weight. I'm just going to live through this day only. I love that. Um, years ago, I heard someone say, I'm not going wor- to say that I'm going to be sober the rest of my life. I'm just going to focus on being sober today. And you can, you can equate that to any aspect of life when we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit. I'm just going to love today, but I'm just going to focus on today. I'm going to live through this day only and not try to tackle my whole life at once or my whole life problem at once. Um, so what can I do today? And even today, you know, you're thinking I'm going to be awake for 12 hours or whatever. Don't even think about 12 hours. Think about what can I do in this hour that I could focus on that would, um, if, if I could put a many moments like that that I do in this hour together, what would that look like over a lifetime? So that, that's why I think it's important. We, we kind of talk about gratitude as this uh, discipline. Um, but man, it's such an, a powerful 
an effective tool for us. And I was reading in Romans 1. Uh, this is Paul. Uh, Paul's talking to um, s- some <laughs> folks that are they're pretty uh, messed up. They, they have kind of gone away. Um, they've lost their awareness of God and, and their connection with him. And in this passage in Romans 1, you can go check it out. But specifically, I want to hone in on uh, verse 21 of chapter 1. He says, For all, although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. And that's a pretty descriptive thing. They, they developed a foolish heart and a foolish way of thinking. They thought they were wise, but they weren't, and their hearts were darkened. So it's interesting for me just thinking about that. It's like this, this whole idea of gratitude, and we talk about that gratitude list. If I want to have strength to, to live through this day, one of the ways that will help me live through this day is to remember what yesterday or the previous days um, that, that he has done for me. Um, what are the, the qualities? What are the, the gifts? What are the blessings he's given me yesterday um, that, that can help me to, to, to empower me uh, today? Because what Paul's talking about in Romans 1, um, they, this people said they knew him, but they weren't honoring him. They weren't giving him uh, gratitude and thankfulness, and, and their hearts had become foolish and they were darkened. And so when I'm feeling, this is just a good reminder, my wife and I were talking about this this morning, when I feel the most disconnected from the Father, it's a good starting point for me, and I was convicted today to say, when I'm feeling that, I need to kind of step back and go, okay, how am I doing on my gratitude? Am I Have I thanked him? So if, if I want to live through today, and it's such a good thing to just take a bite-sized approach today, what great fuel it becomes that gasoline for getting me through, to help me live through this day, to be reminded of what he's already done. And even in the midst of hard things, I'm going through some hard things with my grandson, just being able to pause and reflect on what can I be thankful for? Lord, I'm thankful for these nurses and these doctors that are doing everything they can to find answers for my grandson, to to get him the best care. They're waiting on him. They're giving him uh, all the nutrients he needs. They're giving him the best care, taking time to just thank him for his faithfulness to send me competent doctors and just trusting that, God, you're going to reveal in your timing what needs to be revealed. Um, and, and I'm going to trust you with that. So can I just live for today? Could that be your proclamation today? I'm just going to live today uh, to to. Uh, live through this day, live one day at a time. Um, but I think one of the things is I'm thinking about living today is how do I just for today find things that will feed my mind and my heart with healthy things? Obviously, gratitude. Uh, I love that. Um, I think it was Melody Beatty said, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. So am I stimulating my mind with the fullness of life through gratitude? But, but what's some other things that I could be feeding my mind today? 
Um, when I'm meeting with uh, folks in addictions, one of the things I will say is, uh, what are you stimulating your mind with? I don't know about you, but I stimulated my mind and heart with all the wrong things in my prior life. And it's a daily battle to make sure I'm feeding my mind and my heart, my brain with the right things. So what are you stimulating your brain with? Is there something that you could read today? So well, I don't have time for that. Well, you can make it a priority. Uh, if it's if you're not doing anything to stimulate your mind and brain, your heart, then give it 10 minutes. Can I block out 10 minutes? Now, if you're if you're thinking, I just don't have time for that, a great thing to do is evaluate how you are using your time. Well, I did watch that show. Nothing wrong with watching shows, but if if you if you can honestly say I don't have any time for that stuff, uh, for the healthy things to to read something, maybe maybe you do have time, but you're just not making it uh, a priority. So what what could you what could you stimulate your mental, your emotional um, health by feeding your mind and your heart? Um, that, yeah, it requires a little bit of effort, requires a little bit of concentration. Uh, maybe you, maybe reading is not a, a good tool for you right now because you can't focus. Maybe you listen to an audiobook. There's so many different things. Even the Bible, throw it on Proverbs uh, or Colossians. Throw, throw a book of the Bible on uh, the Bible app. On the Bible app, you can actually listen to the Bible driving down the road, listen to the word of God and just trust that his, his word does not return void. I'm just going to trust Lord. I, I'm just going to take it in and just meditate on your word. And I'm going to just let this uh, marinate in my mind. So is there something you could stimulate your mind with? And don't think about, I'm going to do this every day for the rest of my life. No, just for today, that's what I'm going to do. And, and don't make it a big monumental uh, goal just for today. How can I simulate my mind? So uh, I'm going to take a quick break right here. And when we come back, we'll continue the, this uh, notion with some of the things that might get in the way of living one day, one moment at a time. So stick with me. I'll be right back. Hey, friends, if you're looking for a meeting to connect with other folks in community in this recovery community so that you're not alone, to be reminded you're not alone, as always, we want to encourage you to join us every Friday night at Fellowship Fayetteville, Fellowship Rogers, Celebrate Recovery Friday nights, 6 p.m. Connection Cafe. We have a great meal, and then we go into our general meeting to be encouraged through testimony and teaching nuggets to help us on our path to recovery. Join us this Friday night. For more information, go to Fellowship C. We hope to see you this Friday night. Welcome back. Talking about one day at a time and, and just not getting too ahead of ourselves. We talked about gratitude. How do I live one day at a time? Focus on what God's done. It'll empower me to live through this day. But what am I, what am I stimulating my mind? What am I feeding my brain to strengthen myself to help increase that endurance um, but one of those things I think that can get in the way, um, I, again, I don't want to be like uh, the people Paul was talking uh, talking to in Romans 1, where they thought they knew him, but they stopped honoring him. Um, I want to praise him. So worship music can be one of those things. In my, when I'm driving down the road, and let me just say this, 
I love listening to talk radio, but it's okay to not listen to it 24-7. It's okay not to watch 24-hour-a-day news. If you want to talk about um, overstimulating our brain, uh, that's your brain wasn't designed to take in that kind of stuff nonstop. So, so maybe you kick it over to some worship music. Do you have a playlist that you uh, listen to? Uh, worship God driving down the road. Worship Him as you're washing the dishes. We talked about this on a prior podcast, but worship is not just about being at a Celebrate Recovery and the worship experience, the, the general meeting experience. Worshiping means that I can just give him thanks and praise him even as I'm mowing the grass or washing dishes or um, playing with my kids. God, you're so good. Thank you for your faithfulness. I'm worshiping him with my heart. I praise him. Uh, through that worship music can be such a, a great thing to kind of uh, help us to keep us out of that stuck uh, space that we can fall into. But um, do I find myself just be mindful? And this is a good thing is we're living one day at a time. Do you find yourself in this place of negativity that you're always looking for something that's gone wrong? Um, you know, being mindful of that journal, that stuff out. Lord, today I'm feeling blank. And what am I feeling? Stop and pause. And how am I feeling right now? And Lord, will you meet me in this space? Um, rest is so important. What? How are you taking care of your body physically? Are you resting? Are you getting enough sleep? I know that sounds, you know, yeah, I've heard all this, but it's good to lean into that and to say, am I, am I going to bed way too late and not getting the rest that my body needs? And then this, the weight of the world and my workload, all that stuff, it's just compounding it because I'm not resting my body. Maybe maybe I need to cut the caffeine off a little bit sooner in the day because it's keeping me up longer than I want to. And let me just say this, and I know not everybody's an early bird, but if you can get yourself trained in a way to get up earlier, go to bed earlier and get up earlier and start your day with the Lord um, that's a game changer. And I know for some, it's like, I'm just not a morning person. Uh, give it a shot and see what that's like. Just spend some time reconnecting with his goodness, his beauty. Sit out on your porch, take a walk. Um, connecting with his truth, get into his word. Um, but then journaling what I'm feeling. And are you feeling like you have a negative attitude? Journal that stuff out. And what am I feeling negative about? Um I was reading in, in Philippians 2, just on the whole principle of imitating Christ's humility. I'm just going to read a little bit of this. It says that, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one in mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each to you the interest of the others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. If I'm not spending time with the Father and connecting with Him through gratitude, getting in His Word, praising Him, worshiping Him with my heart and mind, soul, um, it's going to be hard for me to give that to other people. It's going to be hard for me to deal with the broken people around me because I'm, I'm working from an empty cup. I've got to fill my cup up 
and then out of the overflow be able to um, love others with that same mindset of Christ Jesus. So with that, loving others, is there something that you can, you can do to love on somebody? Now here's the trick. This would be a good test for you. In our social media era, we, we kind of have this mindset of going and doing something nice for someone and then showing the world what we did. Here's a challenge for you. And it's good to celebrate how God's using you and, and that kind of deal. But what if you did something and nobody found out that it was you that did it? What if you what if you did something really nice? You mowed somebody's grass or you you bought them groceries and put it on their doorstep or you bought their lunch. You went to the, the front uh, restaurant cashier and you said, I want to pay for that person's lunch, but don't tell them who did it. Um, what would that be like to just know that you're not going to get a pat on the back, you're not going to get an award, but just the feeling of knowing you did something right? What if you what if you took some food to the local shelter and just dropped it off, or you looked in your closet and you saw some of the clothes that you never wear anyway, and you packed them up in a box and you just took them to the shelter? All those things can be a way of loving one another the same with that same mindset of Christ Jesus, not looking for a pat on the back, but just loving other people. So those are just some practical things on the one day at a time. But the last thing I want to touch on is just how fear can kind of uh, creep in and keep us from living that one day at a time. If we're consumed with a mountain in front of us, it can get us stuck. I think that's the interesting thing about fear. It can kind of paralyze us, can it? When I'm afraid, people that are afraid, they don't move forward. So I'm not going to focus on today because I'm afraid I'm paralyzed because yesterday was hard. I've got to organize why yesterday was hard and why I have fear coming up for me. That It means you care about this. Is it a real threat? What am I believing in this? You know, Have I kind of fallen into that place of kind of comparing myself or limiting myself from being the unique person that God has called me to become? Um, so the fear has kind of crippled me in that place or, or I've kind of fallen into this place of resignation. You know, this is as good as it's going to get. Life is just, ugh, this is just a bad life. And what's the point, right? So that place of resignation is a big lethal weapon the enemy uses. Uh, or we just, we've just started believing that God, God's not going to give me the desires of my heart. But then I go to that Psalm 37, 4. Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Are you delighting in the Lord today again? So that if you're in a place of resignation, journal that out. Lord, I feel in this place of resignation, I feel kind of sunk and thinking this is as good as it's going to get. But Lord, I know that you'll be faithful to carry this to completion and I, I need my eyes to be lifted up. Will you remind me of that and fill me with your power and your truth so that I don't get stuck in this space? I, I got to be mindful of the fear or the anxiety that might be crippling me or, or keeping me stuck and keeping me from allowing change in my myself today. Just because I may have fallen down yesterday and maybe made some mistakes or poor choices doesn't mean that I can't do something different today just for today as that old piece uh, reminded us that i read earlier just for today lord i want to help somebody 
just for today could I experience to just live through just this day? Just for this day, could I focus on the things that you've done and be grateful and express those things and put those into words? You know, it's interesting. Jesus didn't just think, let there be light. He spoke it. There's such power in just saying, Lord, I don't want to just think about what I'm thankful for. I want to speak it out loud. I want to write it down. I want to even share it with, with my kids. Or I want to share it with an accountability partner. I want to call my sponsor and say, hey, I just want you to know I'm so thankful today for you. When's the last time you thanked God for the people that are shepherding you? When's the last time you thanked God for the people that he's allowed you to shepherd? When's the last time you thanked him for how he is shepherding you? Such a powerful thing that even, even in thanking somebody and putting that into words can be so powerful. But just for today, maybe I would focus on the things that I could feed my brain that would challenge me, that would grow me uh, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Just for today, I want to put into words how I'm feeling. I feel sad today. And and why do I feel sad? Is just for today, I want to think about the lies that I might believe, be believing and, and put those into words and invite somebody into that so they can speak truth and help me to get back to the truth. So what what is my one day at a time look like today? What What is something that I can do today to put into practice today that might be able to help me for a lifetime but I'm not going to focus on a lifetime. I'm just going to focus on today, one day at a time. It sounds so cliche, but this is what I'm going to do today. What can you do just for today and focus on just today? Maybe it is today I'm going to focus on my sobriety just for today. I'm not going to focus on tomorrow. I'm not going to focus on 100 years. I'm going to focus on just for today what can I do? Are there things that I need to be protective of to not let into my life that tend to lead to some bad thinking or bad compulsive behaviors or addictive tendencies? What are some things just for today that I could put some guardrails up and add to my life just for today? Maybe there's someone that I invite into my life that I haven't talked to in a while that blessed me that I could reach out to, maybe shoot a text and say, hey, I was just thinking about you and I just want you to know I love and appreciate you and I'd love to connect with you soon. Maybe just for today, I would try something that I haven't ever done or that maybe I haven't done in a while that brought life to me. Because Here, here's the thing, and this is a great daily practice, is what can I do today? Maybe it's physical exercise. Now, if you've not done any exercise, don't go lift 100 pounds for seven hours. <laughs> Just do something. Just get moving. Get up and take a walk around your office. Go walk around the block. Maybe you can call an accountability partner and go walk and pray together. Um, listen to God's word in your headphones. Listen to some praise and worship as you're driving down the road. Try something new. Interrupt the old cycle so that you can, just for today, learn how to live one day at a time. And if you can put a lot of those one day at a time, just for today, conversations and thinking together, imagine what God can do. And then you'll look up one day and you go, oh my gosh, I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I'm not where I used to be. I'm thinking differently. I'm feeling differently because I'm feeding my mind, my brain, my heart, my soul with something new. 
which can be a, a game changer for us and so, so important. Well, I hope this has been a, a hopeful and helpful tool for you talking about just walking this journey one day at a time. It sounds so cliche, but it's life-giving. It's so important. Don't, don't bite off too much. How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. I've never eaten an elephant. I don't recommend it, but <laughs> it's important to know that that, that life-size stuff we're facing that can feel like a ginormous elephant, one bite at a time. Just take it one day at a time. And how do we live to walk through, to live through this day just for today? Maybe we make a proclamation today to live through this day, to change our habits, mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual so that we can live one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time. Hey, thanks so much for being with me today. I hope this has been beneficial and I hope that you'll join me next time. Until then, God bless you.